Welcome back everyone to a brand new Getting Color right here on TheBigVitoBrand.com and also check out Patreon.com slash BigVMafia. I am Virtue. That is Big Vito LaGrasso. What's going on? How is everybody tonight? I know today was football Sunday. The Buccaneers, victorious. And if you just finished watching because we taped this on Sunday night, the Dallas Cowboys have lost again. It's what they do, man. I mean, if they, they got to the playoffs, but that now, division is weak. They win games against teams worse than them. And then when they play a real team. Can so, I ask you a question, Virtue? You're an educated, well-versed man. Okay. How do you pay someone $45 million to throw? 215 yards against Jimmy G. Meanwhile, what does Tom Brady make? 25 million? 25 million. I mean, that 40, 45 million, you know, that's dabbling into the other sports too. That's just ridiculous for any one player. Right. I mean, I, I know their agents push for the overall marketing of the player, like, hey, win or lose. This is their stats of how many jerseys they sell, how many tickets we'll sell to our home games. But I just don't think any human being is worth that much. I mean, you remember the days what the players used to get paid? Yes. Back in the, nothing, peanuts. Nothing. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Guys, we'll get into wrestling in one second. I got to ask this. This is very intriguing. Now, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, do you trade Dak Prescott for one of the quarterbacks in the league? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I no, mean, no, no, really. If Aaron Rodgers wants to leave. He wants out of Green Bay. Once the season's over, we know he's going somewhere. But who's going to want to pay Dak Prescott that money? They need Somebody's going to want a young quarterback who throws stats. He throws stats. I don't know, man. Like I think he's stuck in Dallas. and Seattle, yeah. Russell Wilson. I mean, a trade is always possible, you know. What happens with Deshaun Watson, like, if his legal fallout settles down and he can get back into the league, you know. I mean, but aren't all these guys we're talking about, the younger guys, they're all going to push for $40 million or more. Some of the older veterans might, right, not take as much because they're on the decline and they but, might just want to be winning. So I don't now, know. But now this gentleman just proved that – you're not no quarterbacks today except um Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers are worth the money. I mean, that's pretty much it. That that's, that's it. That really is and it. Even Aaron Rodgers won the one Super Bowl, but if you take that out, he's like one in five in an in NFC championship game. So yeah, even him, he's, yeah, he's breeze. He's breeze. That's but what Brady, yeah, Brady. Brady's totally worth it, and he takes a discount. And yesterday's games, they had um, Patriots. They lost. They got trounced by the Bills. Right. And then what was the other game? Um, uh, oh, the uh, Bengals beat the Raiders. Right, the Bengals. Now, I honestly thought the Raiders were going to win that one. Really? 
I did. I thought they had a chance. And then when they came out flat, I think Derek Carr is a lousy quarterback. I never liked him. He throws an awkward ball. Don't like him. Have no use for him. Yeah. I think that Cincinnati team has some high-profile offensive players, and I think that's why they're where they're at. I mean, they're they're delivering, right? Right. Now, one last question. Does one of these teams sign Antonio Brown to add punch to their lineup? If he plays again, it's not going to be until next year. And, boy, that's going to be a tough contract to write in. But, right, never say never. Never say never. Never say never. He could end up with with someone for sure. But it's going to be such a tight contract, man. I I don't know. You don't want to be that guy. No, I like him. But that's – I don't know, man. Unless he's got a really super good agent and he's really nice and can convince a team that – he, you know, he's not going to do that. And again, that's going to come down to that contract. Is he even going to take a contract that says if he does anything, it's null and void? Like, you know what I mean? That's where he's at, though. You mean like the Aaron Rift, um, Audrey <laughs> contract? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So we'll talk about wrestling here because this is getting color and. The main topic we're going to talk about later at the in the main event will be women getting color in wrestling. But don't speak on that yet, Vito. No. Uh, this is a very female-oriented, heavy-oriented show. And we're okay. going to start off by uh, WWE Hall of Famer Sonny, Tammy Seitch. Man, she, Vito, threatening her boyfriend, uh, terroristic, <sighs> just all kinds of, I you know, and, and I'm not going to sit here and speculate um is this drugs lifestyle like what what makes her do this but being in the business being knowing wrestlers that have had demons uh what's your advice because like it's it's a downward spiral man it's things look good she gets an indie date right and then all of a sudden boom something like this happens again and you hate to see it the thing i can't say anything bad about her i just gotta say that someone educated she's educated people she's smart she you know she's a nice looking lady in her day she was drop dead gorgeous everybody has problems you can't bury somebody for problems i just hope that she can get herself right and whatever mess that she got herself into i hope she can get out of it and not have to go back to prison and try to write her life. She's not, she's definitely not. <clears throat> I have to say, like, in my when my presence, loving person, cool, cool chick, mm-hmm. not a problem. You know what and I she mean? She likes I, her fans, like you know yeah. what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what to say except Tammy, if you're listening or you ever hear the show, I'm standing behind you. I hope you get everything together. You're smart. You're educated. Use the, you know, the the tools that God gave you, and do some good stuff. See, when I see things like this happen with people that are in, you know, that have had their moment of fame, and I know a lot of fans because they can hide behind their keyboard on social media. Everybody's automatically condemned, and it doesn't matter, you know, if they're taking drugs or they're abusive or they say something they shouldn't have said. They got caught on camera, like Hulk Hogan, and Every one of these people deserves right. to get the help, right? And and people like should just 
kind of root them on, right? And right instead of like just all of a sudden, oh, she's done, send her to jail. She's nothing but a nuisance to society. And I'm just saying that as an example, you know. It, but you know what? On this show, right? For everybody that's listening and who goes and reports and all the stooges, this show, we're actually rooting for her to yeah. get better. We want her to be the best Tammy that she could be. Sonny, leave it in the past. You be the best Tammy. I'm wishing you well. I want you to get better. I hope to see you soon. All right. Enough of Tammy Stitch. And, you know, you know, like I said, everybody wish her well from Vito LaGrasso and David, Mr. Virtue here from Getting Color. We want her to get better. Go ahead. All right. So we've talked about Mickey James recently. She's going to be back, at least for the Royal Rumble match. Uh, Hey, you know, you might have sent me packing and gave me all my stuff in a garbage bag. That issue has been corrected. Now right. WWE is going to bring her back. And if this is a one-off, send her out the right way. We have the Bellas coming back. So, you know, 30 women in a Royal Rumble match, they have to fill spots. We've talked about Beth Phoenix, who's married to Edge, and it looks like she wants to get back in the ring. And recently, just this Friday night on SmackDown, Lita showed up so where i'm going with this veto is what's happening to their women's division if they are pulling all these veterans and this is kind of what they've done with the men over the years they just don't build enough top main eventers to where they have to keep bringing the old back and, I, and i'm all for nostalgia and bringing people back and having them that one last run or whatever but wwe seems to rely is it just me, or do they seem to rely on the past? Okay. Having one more run. Now, if these ladies, they all have another life, all the girls you mentioned, right, which is awesome because everybody has a plan B, you move on. If these ladies stayed in the business or wanted to come back in the business and do this, I'm sure they would be open to it. Okay, Trish Stratus and Lita and all these girls, all right? They've been the roads, they've paid their dues, they've become superstars, they've made money, they probably have very good lives outside of wrestling. Now, when you say send Mickey James off the right way, how could you send her off the right way in a Royal Rumble unless you let her win it and go to WrestleMania? Well, yeah, that's true. But, you know, they can always have, like, her enter three and last to, like, 27. You know, that good old run. You know how they are. But when you say they haven't developed anybody new, they really haven't. The, the women's division is very, very um, short in what they developed down at NXT. Now, Tony Storm was a perfect example. Of yeah, them. she left. I mean, she left. You know, Bianca Belair had they 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 put a rocket in a pocket. She was on her way to top. She was done in forty seconds. And her and Rhea both won at Mania, and then look at them now. Look at them now, and they're nothing. And then you have Liv Morgan try, still trying to be relevant. You got um, Dana Brooks still trying to be relevant. You had Natty, who just lost in the fastest match ever in WWE history. I mean, it's sometimes you, you look at it and say, okay, you're doing something good. And then you say, okay, what the hell are you doing? I don't know. 
Well, I mean, I have a feeling we're going to see some more. We've talked about it. I mean, we'll wait, right? Royal Rumble's in a couple of weeks. We'll kind of see how it all plays out and if we see any other faces. Now, we talked about Tony Storm leaving, and was this something she chose to do? And I I want to ask Big Vito this, because, like, why do wrestlers – Ask for their release. Now, whether I don't know if this is a work or a shoot, but Mustafa Ali made a video asking for his release from WWE. Like, okay, let's say this is a shoot, not a storyline. What what Vito? This is not how you operate business. Like, if you're ready to move on, you kind of just do your job, let your contract run out, then go your separate way or have a meeting and at least tell them behind closed doors what's going on with these wrestlers wanting to get out of there so quick. Now, when I came up in the business, you got a job, you kept a job, you held on to your job. There was no asking for your release ever. Today's wrestlers are privileged and they have this social media voice and they think they could still run the ship. Now, Mustafa Ali, He bitch moaned and complained about the spot he had in Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. He bitch moaned and complained about the the team he led before, the group he was there. He bitched about his position about not holding the title. All he's doing is bitching. Now, from what I heard today, they wanted him to do an anti-American gimmick. And this is why he wanted his release from the WWE. If the WWE has something for you after you bitch moan and complain that you have nothing for you and then they give you something, this is not let's make a deal. I have on a choice. You either take what they give you or go home. So him asking him for his release. Guys, where are you going? Where are you going to be a superstar? Crowded AEW or Impact, which is a lesser stage where you're going to make less money. Now, he reminds me of another guy who wanted his release. He was going to be a big star. Andrade. And where is he? He's at the bottom to the middle of the path. Stuck in in AEW somewhere. When you could have probably had a better spot now if you just waited. Guys are impatient. They have to do everything now. Your wrestling career is longevity. Your wrestling career is not for now. And when they have something, they're going to pull you off the stockpile. They're going to put you in a place. They're going to freaking do Zoom, and you're going to get what you got coming because you're a good soldier. Let me ask you this. I feel a lot of people, wrestlers – wrestlers right there's wrestlers, wrestlers and workers right because i was listening to okay. something al snow said and it made perfect sense um he said this was on vince's on russo show he said one of the reasons the territories kind of went under <clears throat> wasn't necessarily because vince mcmahon and wwe put him under but vince was plucking the workers yes getting the workers who could draw money right and make people believe and leaving the wrestlers and the territories were left with the wrestlers, great matches, but no personality, nothing to draw. Right. Uh, what What do you think, like, with Al Snow saying that? Would you say yay or nay on that? I kind of it, – granted, he would know more than I would. 100% correct. And I'm going to give you one example, 
Okay. I was part of the original 15 for XWF. Vince McMahon signed Roddy Piper, Jerry Lawler, Jimmy Hart, Hulk Hogan. There goes your company down the tubes. Mr. Perfect, he signed. We had a company that was going to draw money. What people forget is our first three shows, 12000 8000 5000 on infomercials. You had from Piper to Greg Valentine to Hogan to Perfect to Jimmy Hart, the Nasty Boys, myself, Buff Bagwell. Was this early 2000s? Yeah. Yeah. The first shows and the first taping, I was the opening match of the company, right? And you said, okay, this is going to go somewhere. It did until Vince signed everybody. Vince takes all the hot gimmicks, brings them to his company, pays them more than what they're paying him on the indies in these little territories, and they're going to go. So he was absolutely 100% right. And, and going back to Mustafa Ali, so say he wants to be a wrestler, okay? I, I mean, in the history of the business, the most money, for the most part, I mean, I know WCW got out of hand in the 90s there for a while, just passing it out. But was based on the bigger gimmick you had or the, any gimmick you had with WWE and you were there working, you were probably going to make more money than if you were with any other company wrestling. Right. And it, it, does Mustafa Ali want to go wrestle? See, I don't think these guys today realize that. And again, it's because the Internet's the loudest voice, the niche minority dirt sheets who praise that kind of stuff. And maybe these wrestlers want to get the higher match ratings. The gimmick WWE, they- yeah. The gimmick they wanted to put him in was a good American or anti-American gimmick. Which people go to movie castings to be the villain in movies for those right. roles. So he would have been the hottest heel in the WWE mm-hmm. just walking out there. Now, well, more it's your built-in for stardom. You have Roman Reigns sitting there with nobody to fight. You have Brock Lesnar with nobody to fight. They missed the whole bandwagon because they're not. And when he bitched about his position and my match should be on the card and my match should have gotten more play and they blew this and that. I'm going to ask, who the fuck is Mustafa Ali? What are you drawing? Remember, he was in retribution. Oh, I'm sure when he's out of the company, he's going to be bad-mouthing him about all that stuff. Yet most of these wrestlers, well, most of these wrestlers that leave WWE and that bad-mouth them, it's the most money they've ever made in the business while they were with WWE. And that's crazy, man. Mustafa Ali, if you listen to the show, this is no disrespect to you, but the one question that John Laurinaitis will ask you are you going to draw me money? Well, this gimmick they would have put you in is you would have drew money. Imagine going to Madison Square Garden, needing a police escort to get in there. It's the second coming of the Iron Sheik when it was hot. And you said no. Crazy. Mustafa Ali, I wish you would have said yes because I thought you would have carried that gimmick out. I believe that you would have did a great job with this gimmick being a heel. But sometimes you got to take the good with the bad. And the gimmick that they were giving you was a good gimmick. It's bad that you didn't like it. That's all. Yep. 
Well, Vito, before we get to the main event topic here, this is the time of the show, and it, you never know when it is, right? I kind of surprise you, but I'm going to ask you, what's on Big Vito's mind? Anything else that I haven't discussed yet or that we're not, you know, we're going to talk about women getting color here in a little bit. Anything this week? I saw a picture today. My wife brought something to my attention. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair. She's an attractive lady. She was an attractive lady before she started wrestling, right? Good body, blonde, nice-looking lady. Nice-looking lady. And she has done plastic surgery to her face where it doesn't – she's not recognizable to what Charlotte used to look like, right? Now, I know everybody – I'm noticing that about others, too. And we'll just talk about Charlotte since you brought her up, but it's kind of a trend. No, it is a trend because everybody's going for a certain look, which I understand, right? Now, three breast jobs, right? Then I understand you want your body perfect. And she's got a hell of a body. Charlotte, I'm I'm a fan of yours. I I love you to death. I know you since back in the day. No disrespect to you at all. But these are things, like for me, as a man looking at you, I didn't think you needed to do these things. I saw a picture of you today with all the stuff done, and I, I just had to scratch my head, and I said, you look very different. And it's not that I don't like your look. It's just that you, out of everybody in there, didn't need to do that. And it's – you never know. I mean, I even noticed – I mean, even Becky, granted, she had a baby, so we don't know what kind of workout regimen or whatever she was doing, but she looks a little different, too. Um, Not that that's a bad thing. She looks slimmer and leaner. Yeah. And and I get it, right? You want to be healthy. You want to look the part and stuff, but I don't know, man. Sometimes, I mean, just let's go back to the history of wrestling. Sherry would have never altered her look. And I'm not talking about if, you know, whether they're natural or not here. That's fine. Whatever they want. Uh, Luna would have never altered her look. Mula, they their look was to go out there and be a badass. You know who was the one who first started doing that? Was Missy Hyatt. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's true. Right? And she's been doing that for years. So you well, and then that. the China and the Sable and the Attitude yeah. Era, and then they started doing Playboy, and and here we are, Vito. You know, another girl who did who has done some work <clears throat> who was. In my opinion, drop dead gorgeous. I thought she was she was a good looking lady. It was Dana Brooke? Dana yeah. Brooke was a good looking girl. You know what yep. I mean? And she did some stuff. She looks great. She's you know very pretty, very beautiful lady. She didn't need to do it. No, nope. I mean a lot of them are doing that work and don't need to. I mean Natty. I mean Natty like looks a little another different pretty, than another she used pretty to. girl. And it's I don't know, Vito. Like Liv Morgan, and then. Who's the uh, Liv Morgan's girlfriend, the one with the black hair? Um, the GM of SmackDown. Yeah, uh, Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. Now you could tell she's had some work, right? And her nose is slimmer. You know, there's another one who's you know pretty girl, and she's done the work. She's done. She, she improved her look. Improved her look so much. You say, okay, I could, I could, I could buy some of the stuff she did. Some of these other girls, these girls didn't need to do this. And I mean this with the utmost respect. You girls are beautiful ladies, you know. And um, 
you know, I just think like, you know, you're trying to be too perfect when you just, if you just yourselves, you're just as good looking. So, so we're talking about the way they look physically. Right. Um, and I've, what I've noticed recently, and, and there's always the right time to get color in wrestling. And it's right. usually in a match that warrants it to like, and I'm talking like going back to like dusty and flair and, I feel now they just do it on regular television just to get color because WWE doesn't because they're PG. And I'm going to finger point to AEW here. And, oh, well, let's not just do color since WWE doesn't. Let's have the women do it. And, Vito, if a, if there was a blood feud with two females and they had the type of match and one of them ended up getting color at a big pay-per-view, I'm not going to scoff at that. Because I think that's kind of tradition with wrestling. If it would have these girls are right. bleeding from like, like the cover of a 1970s PWI magazine. What I mean, what's your is this going awry here with these females? Like, I just don't feel. And I think Russo talked about this as well. Because I, I agreed with that. I was like, yeah, it's it doesn't appeal to me. Doesn't Who's buying this stuff? When you see a woman all bloody and everything, it's not women's wrestling. That's not what I came up on. That's not what I. If you help break it, break in a break in one of the girls, you taught her how to wrestle, you taught her how to bump, you taught her the business. This hardcore stuff they're doing, it's not necessary. When a woman is is cut up and bleeding and nose, and the accident with Becky Lynch was an accident. Accident. And so you're going to capitalize on it. You know, she right. stood there with the cameras on. You can't do anything about that. Yeah. Right. If you talk about when it was the proper time, Becky and Charlotte at their last match. Now, if they would have got down and dirty and both of them were bleeding, then you say, okay, we can understand it. Right. But to do it out of nowhere on a house show, or a TV with no angle, or not a big two-month buildup. You know, it's hey, not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not. Girls. What about when they use thumbtacks? I don't even believe in thumbtacks for the guys, let alone the girls. Yeah. And I, yeah. I never did this class. I never did barbed wire, and I never. It's supposed did. to be a work, right, Vito? Unless it, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, these death matches, female or male, it's supposed to be a work. And if you call for blood and someone gigs it, okay, that's fine and dandy. But like, event, you know, they do it themselves, right? It is wasn't that always the rule of thumb? Uh, a wrestler should gig themselves, right? The it, in, in a match where you got color, like in Flair and Dusty, if Flair was going to bleed, Flair would do himself. I mean, wasn't that the general rule of thumb? I don't know anything about that stuff. Okay, so, I mean, here we are, though, now females gushing blood on free, well, cable TV, not pay-per-view. And I, I think know, for Vito. all the girls who might listen to this show and for all the people out there who are friends with the girls who are doing this, tell these ladies, you're all beautiful. You be great wrestlers. Be recognized for your wrestling ability. Be recognized for your charismatic charisma body whether you got a good body whether you got an ugly body whether you got a shapely body whether you got a small body use your assets to get over ladies i think more of women's wrestling than blood and guts and doing this kind of stuff 
It's not, it's just not my cup of tea. And I'd rather see two ladies who are athletes go at it wrestling and really know their work than to see that. Because that's I agree. Not women's wrestling to me. Yeah, I agree. And another great show, Vito. And and hopefully, right, we get to see more, you know, the females present themselves in a proper way and not have to do everything the men do. And may, maybe the men shouldn't even do some of that stuff. The girls, either. the girls don't have to do it because they no. do, they, they got their own charisma. They got their own thing. And I just don't think it, you know, it's not for the, I mean, doing a hell in a cell, I think that's pushing limits, but okay, cool. You yep. know, doing war games for girls. Okay. I could see it. You know what I mean? But doing all that other stuff, ladies, I did hardcore with the best in him, and I consider myself one of the best hardcore wrestlers ever. I never got that messed up, and I never yep. put myself through that, but I got over, and I recognize. Well, Royal Rumble's coming up, and we're going to have a men's and a women's, so we will see what happens, Vito, and it'll be interesting to see who gets the WrestleMania pushes. That's all I got for this right. week. Anything else you want to add before I close the show? Nope. Just thank everybody for subscribing. Check out our Patreon. Check out everything. I greatly appreciate all the TikTok love. Got over almost 123,000 people clamoring for me to go to the Royal Rumble. I greatly appreciate it. Instagram is blowing up. TikTok is blowing up. Guys, thank you very much. Maybe the WWE listened to you. Maybe AEW listened to you. The NWA. But all you people are showing the love. And somebody will, will pick up the pen and pick up the book and say, let's book Vito in one of our big companies. Let's Thank do you. it. All right. And you can follow Vito on Twitter at the big Vito brand. You can follow me over there as well at no DQ underscore virtue. But this has been getting color right here on the big brand.com. And be sure to check out patreon.com slash big V mafia, where you can also catch virtues rage, the sit down with big Vito men of business and, of course, getting color is there. So for Big Vito LaGrasso, I am Virtue. And we will see you again next time. I'm sure it'll come quick. Take care.